welcome to episode 12 of The Register. I'm Caleb. I'm Blake. And we're going to continue to talk about Ghost. This is the second to last album, which would be the fourth album. And it's titled Prequel. It came out in 2018. It was number three on the Billboard 200. And it sold about 66,000 copies its first week. Whoa. So that's huge. That's a lot. This is like when Ghost, it's like on the first album, you know, they were on TV. They're doing like tour, like American tours more and more. And uh, they got noticed a little bit. But then uh, that gave people time to be like, oh, Ghost, okay. So by the time Perquell came out, you know, people were aware of them and whatever. This is where they started getting big. They actually won uh, Best Rock Grammy for this album. They want a Grammy. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. This song has, or I apologize. This album has uh, three singles, um, Rats, Dance Macabre, and Faith, which those are all three really great songs. And with this album is the introduction of Cardinal Copia. So in the story, um, things are starting to, like, calm down uh, in the clergy the dark clergy. Uh, Papa Neil is getting old. He's going to die soon. And um, the other three Papas aren't as evil as they want to be, and they need um, essentially like new blood, let's say. Younger, more hip, someone to draw more attention to like what they're talking about. So we introduce Papa's son, or who we think is his son, uh, Carnocopia. He's not yet a papa. You have to earn it. You know, he's kind of like a like a rascal type. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of does what he wants and um you know, at first Papa Neil was like, "I don't know." And like his uh his mother was like, "Yeah, you you know, we need it. We need it." So he's like, "Okay, we'll give him a chance." Mm-hmm. So that's when um the Mary on the cross comes in. Okay. So they're talking, Papa Neil, and I forget her name, but that's the, he's talking to the lady who had, like, the baby. And if you watch the video, she was, like, like a nun mm-hmm. who was, like, watching the band, like, fell in love with Papa Neil. Um, but I think as far as the story goes, she cheated on him, and I th- she may have cheated on him with Satan. Oh, my God. So... There's like rumors that Carnocopia might be the Antichrist. What? So yeah. Oh my god. So there's a big turn in the story. And that's so funny to me because there's this TikTok sensation of Mary on the cross. Yes. And it's like completely taken out of context and used in all these weird ways. And it is just so funny to me. And it's hardly a ghost song, as we talked about. It is, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's ghost basically covering a song, you know, yeah. whatever. And uh, I just think it's so funny. But it has brought ghosts to, like, mega mainstream. People who would never have listened to it know about it. Oh, for sure. You um, know, it's just, it's kind of, it's really funny. I have to say, I do love it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a great song. <laughs> it is. It's a super great song. Uh, the lyrics are crazy. The double meanings. And uh, you know what? Like, it's a very palatable song. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For people who are not into devil worshiping. <laughs> for sure. So. For sure. For sure. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, that's how that that song ties in. Um, so if you if you don't know now, you know. This is another big change in sound. Um, very much more production. Mm-hmm. So much more production, and like this is the f- this is the second time I saw Ghost live, and I saw them in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, they have like eight members now. They have like um, a lead guitar player, a rhythm guitar player. They have a guy that plays guitar and tambourine like in the background. They have a drummer. They have a bass player. They have um, the singer, and they have two keyboard players. That's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. And so it's just really thick sound. And when I saw them that time, they played in a theater. They were doing a theater tour. And uh, they had this stage that had, like, stairs and... It was like black and white checkered, and it was crazy. Kind of looked like a castle type That's setup. That's cool. It was really cool. And uh, I get there. There's no opening band. The lights go out, and they play the first song on the album, Ashes, and it's completely pitch black, and it's super haunting and creepy, and then they bust into the second song, Rats. There was no opening band. So they play for like an hour. There's an intermission, and then they come back, and play more. So it's like a theater production. Yeah, it was insane. I didn't expect that at all. It was super cool, and um, I can't wait to see them again. It was it was so, 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 so good. It's one of my favorite shows that I've ever seen in my entire life. Seeing them early on on their second album, it was nothing like that like at all. They kind of just stood around. Mm-hmm. You know, no one knew who they were. Papa, I mean, Carnalcopia is super eccentric. Um, he dances around, like, crowd interaction i did notice that um in their music videos and some of the live videos that i watch he's very jazz hands yeah and just yeah all these crazy dance moves he's younger you know he's younger so he has it he has the energy and everything that's cool though that he like he really thinks about these characters yeah for sure for sure and um he's a he's kind of a hated character this is when like ghost fans started to like taper off Mm-hmm. Like the true hardcore fans, you know, really? the first two, three albums, yeah. Um, you know, Carnal Culpy is a joke, blah, blah, blah. But even, um, what's his name? Uh, what's the singer's name? Tobias Forge. Tobias Forge. Even Tobias Forge has said in interviews, he's like, I was unsure about this character, but sometimes you have to do things like that to kind of like push through. Yeah, but, and that's. That's the thing. I I could understand why fans don't like him, but he's also part of the story. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, I think necessary to the story. Yep. If you just keep doing the same old, same old, like it would just be like anything else. Mm -hmm. This was like a new, you know, um, put some polish on it. I didn't mind him. I thought it was a cool like breakup to the like original papas yeah. and like like you said throwing somebody new and younger yeah. and I don't think the story would have been as good if he wasn't in it. Yeah, same. I like him. I don't mind the the character at all. I think it's funny. Um I like the way he looks. I just I don't know. It's really cool. Um cuz they they kind of treat him like a child. Yes. You know, even though he's not, he's a grown man with a mustache. But um anyway, that that's that. Let, let's get into it. Did you like this album? When you I heard did. I, I liked it. I probably liked the third one a little bit better, yeah. but I thought this was overall a great album. This took me a few listens to get into. Really? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've listened to Ghost for years, you know, before this. I heard this, and I was like, what? 
it's more like rock radio friendly. That is one thing that I did notice about it. Um, one of my notes was, um, this is not as Satan-y yeah. as their previous albums, not so much in your face. Like, right, shove it down your throat. Yeah. It's not, if you look at the album imagery, though, it, there's it's the gates of hell. It's <laughs> really cool. Uh, but, um, but yeah, and, and that's one thing, not to sound too much like a hipster or anything like that, but when you've, like, gravitated towards something and you find something you love and it's not just super mainstream yet and then it becomes just like oh man that was like my thing yeah you know what i mean and that's kind of what happened here and it took me a few listens but i love this album after three or four listens i'm like damn this is good and i just accept it for what it is i mean can't change it so well on the first track ashes yeah when you said that you, you know, you went to the concert, the yeah. lights turned out, they played it in the dark. Yeah. I would want to run. It was scary as hell. Place. I'm not going to lie. With the children singing, that's a no. That's yeah. an, an absolute no for me. And then the music box at the end. Yeah. I, I could not watch that in the dark or listen to that in the dark. Yeah, it was crazy. It gave me chills. And I'm like, damn, this is awesome. But when Rats comes in, it's just like, oh, yeah, completely rocking yeah. song. But you know what that song Ashes um, reminds me of the um, the part in um, um, man one second um, I want why am I drawing a blank um, Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> Nightmare I kept thinking Friday the Thirteenth. I'm a horror movie fan, I yeah, promise. Yeah, I was going to say, what's going on with you? Um, just drawing a blank. Um, so Friday the 3rd, or, I just did it again. Nightmare on Elm Street, like the song they sing. One, oh. two, Freddy's coming for you. That's it's like worst. that vibe. Yes. It's kind of like that, like jaunt, like has that jaunt that to it. That is a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, it's essentially like Ring Around the Rosie. Yes. And it's just real creepy. But then, like I said, it goes to the second song, goes into Rats, which is an incredible song. Um, this is like rock radio hit mm -hmm. type vibe, but I loved it. Uh, when I first, this is like the first introduction to the Cardinal Copy Mask, like in a music video. I'd seen it like in the stories and stuff. I was like, oh, this is super creepy. Yeah. Because it's more of like a human face. Yeah. There's no face paint. And it's just like Ugh. his mouth barely moves. It's like a silicone mask, and it's just I don't know. It gives a super creepy vibe, Ugh, yeah. um, but I love it. I like I, I like that stuff. So, oh, rats was okay. Yeah. Um, when he's like saying rats, yeah, in the video that or in the song that sounded very scary. Yeah. Um, he also says rats are coming for your souls. Yeah. I was like, geez. And from what I understand, um. First of all, this is like it's kind of unlike anything we've heard from them too. It's more like poppy. You're right. It is very rock radio. Yeah, for sure. But uh, he's essentially talking about um, how humans are rats and how like we're all filthy. Yeah. You know, spreading disease, like whatever. Uh, care about ourselves. Um, just kind of how like a rat would do. Mm -hmm. like a greasy rat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, moving on. Uh, third song, Faith. I love it. Uh, it was another single. And during this time, um, the lawsuit 
over the whole ghost thing was like kind of wrapping up. And I think some of the songs are like stabs at the past band members and things. Okay. Um, but this song, I, th- I think it has a little bit to do about that. But it's it's also about how people like kind of blindly follow faith and like the Bible and how Bible verses are really confusing. And um, I, excuse me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but like Luddites or Luddites, he mentions like in the song. Mm-hmm. And that's basically people who don't believe in technology. Oh, Okay. And there are these are people like during like the industrial revolution and things like that, they would like break equipment because they feared like you're taking um jobs away from people. Okay. Just kinda it kinda fits into current times with like self scanning checkouts and um everything's home delivery and mm-hmm. you know, it's kinda all that machines doing uh factory work and like the self-checkout thing at mcdonald's yeah even that yeah you, no one has to take your order anymore or you can even order from an app mm-hmm. but anyway that's kind of like what this song's about um did you like this song i loved it when i first heard it i knew it would be one of my favorites like within like the first like 30 seconds of the song i was like yeah. i'm going to love this this album is just so different it's mm-hmm. just like a completely different vibe but that's cool um i don't know just something about it i can listen to it i've listened to it probably 100 times like i like it that much um, on the the fourth song, um, "See the Light," I think this is also about like the legal battle. Um, it's not a crazy like in your face song, and it's not super memorable to me or anything. I agree. I wouldn't seek it out, but um, it doesn't like not fit. Yeah. You know, I think this album is very well put together. But are rats like a theme for this album? Yeah. Because this is. The lyrics in the song, this is like the second time he mentions rats. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like um, like post-apocalyptic kind of theme on this album. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yep. All right, let's talk about the fifth song. Um, Miasma? 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 Mm-hmm. Um, it's another instrumental, and... We're kind of seeing more and more of that. Uh, it's a it's a pretty good song. Um, to me, it kind of like is like part one of part two with Dance Macabre. It just kind of like opens the song a bit. You got a like saxophone like I was solo. Say, what what is with the saxophone? It's kind of like a rock jam. That kind of threw me for a loop with the saxophone. Uh, Papa Neil played saxophone. And if you watch anything of, like, the current tour, like, he's dead. And they bring him out on stage in, like, a sarcophagus type thing. They, um, what are those things, like, you put on, like, the chest? Oh, the defibrillators? Defibrillator, yeah. Like, shock people back to life. Mm -hmm. They give him the defibrillator a couple times. Like, um, it explodes. And, like, he comes out of the, like, coffin, sarcophagus thing. And he, like, wants to attack the guy who's, like, doing the defibrillator. They hand him the saxophone, and he goes right into the saxophone oh solo. Oh, my god! After the saxophone saxophone solo, he goes back into the coffin and, like, dies. That is so theatrical. It is. Oh it's super gosh. cool. You should check it out after we I, leave here. Yeah, I want to like, see this. Google, like, a current live show. And it's it's super fun. Super fun to keep the characters, like, involved. And yeah. Stuff. But anyway, yeah, they, we got this, like, rock kind of jam. And, uh... I believe they played it live. It's just kind of fun. And I think they might do this now because they're so 
involved and in depth with the characters, it probably needs time for like costume changes. Oh yeah. So this is kind of he steps back and there's like probably three or four costume changes now That's during cool. the show. I saw one video and I really liked his sparkly jacket. The new blue one, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like sequins, and that's kind of like a vibe. We won't talk about that too much because that's a different character. But is it, it um, really? Oh gosh, yeah. he keeps changing them. Yeah, so, uh, but it plays into the character. You know, the characters like they're hard for me to follow along. You can definitely tell sometimes. Um, but I actually have a question for you. Sure. Um, going back to the rats music the rat song in their music video yeah um obviously you could tell the quality and the money that they're getting for their music videos have just went through the roof yeah and speaking to your apocalyptic post-apocalyptic comment yeah he was just like dancing around while the world world's like burning down around him yeah but a question i had for you was um he only had the black eyes yeah and that's that's because is he like not allowed to have that full face or is it just that's what he does as the cardinal? Yeah, he's just a cardinal. He's not a papa yet. So he you have can't to earn it. Have the whole Exactly. Okay. Yep. Got it. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Yeah, it starts off he's like in a diner. Yeah. Or something and then he's got like a like a walking stick cane type yeah. thing. And then uh yeah, he just starts dancing <laughs> like go, dancing and doing like ballet style like Kick flips and you know, things. I would be interested to know, like, is that really him dancing, or do you think it was like a body double because he was doing some crazy moves? It looks like his body type, like he's kind of a thin, like little guy, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, it's his eyes, like everything. He wears like different colored contacts. Ugh. He has like a blue eye with like a black pupil, and then he has like a brown eye, wow. and uh, it's him. I mean, not to say that someone else couldn't do that, but I'm, I'm, I would put money on that. It's him That's for sure. Cool. Yeah, so after we have the instrumental, which, like I said, it's kind of like a part one and part two, it flows right into Dance Macabre, which um, this video is really cool, too. Um, super high budget. Um, not something you would really think to expect from Ghost, but um, it has, like, like dancing and different things. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it, the song's about how, like, the plague was vast in, like, the 1340s, and how the pubs and brothels were just like thriving Mm -hmm. because people knew they were going to die and nothing didn't really matter. So this is kind of like a, it's about how it was kind of like a party and they're almost like celebrating the fact that people are doing these evil things. I loved this song. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was one, it was another one of my favorites. Um, it's kind of like an eighties vibe. Yeah. And it's not so in your face with all the, Mm -hmm. The devil stuff. I think that they really took it down. Yeah, it's there, but yeah, it's, it's not in your subtle. face. Right, right. Uh, definitely more mainstream, more palatable, like you said. So on to, excuse me, on to the seventh song, Pro Memoria, or Mem- Memoria, P- Pro Memoria. Yeah. Uh, another double meaning. I think it's another lawsuit reference, and there's kind of a stab at like Saint Peter how he like sold out Christ. But Peter is also another guy that was like involved in the lawsuit, like somehow. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know the in and outs of that. Um, I don't really care about it. It's like not my thing. Um, but obviously like he's super into it. Cost I know it costs like a ton of money and a lot of time, like over the ghost name and the rights to the music and everything like that. Uh, he won by the way, but, uh, it's just like another stab and, 
it's kind of cool how they 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 put it in the song, but it's not like it doesn't stand out as like the song's about like a lawsuit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It fits in with just the rest of the album. There was a part where he says, "Lucifer whispering silently into your mind." Yeah. Who walks behind? Yeah. And I going from listening to Dance Macabre, which to me wasn't very devil worshipy, uh-huh. and then this one just right back goes into right it. Right back into it. That's like the first line of the mm-hmm. song. I like it too. How he kind of like he does that like whisper like That's kind of thing at the end of his lyrics. Scary. It is. It kind of it's kind of haunting. I like that a lot. Um, I like the way Tobias Forge sings. I thought it was kind of odd. I didn't really like it too much. The song? Yeah, I didn't care for it. I didn't either at first, but like like I said, I listened to like albums through their entirety pretty much most of the time, if I'm by myself, and it just kind of fits in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It makes the album the album, I think. So three songs left. Song number eight, Witch Image. Like, which, like, W-I-T-C-H. Um, I think this is about people selling their soul and, like, getting what they want and how death has, like, behind them and, like, he's always there and he's just kind of waiting to collect, mm-hmm. like, on them selling their soul. Is, it, is that the song he talks about, like, riding on the pill, White Horse? I think so. I, honestly, I didn't like this song at all. No? It was not for me. I could not listen to it for <laughs> whatever reason. I was really bored. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That happens sometimes with albums. Uh, we'll just keep it moving. On the ninth song, oh, my God, this is hell for me to um, pronounce. Um, that's like a Swedish name. Um, I'm just going to go for it. Helvet S. Foster? Helvet S. Foster? I don't know. I pronounced it in my head. Okay. Helvestus Foster. I could be totally Helvestus wrong. Foster. Maybe there's, I don't know, do they have like letters that mean a different, like sound different? Or I don't know. The O with the two dots above it. I forget what yeah. that's called. I don't know how that's pronounced. What is that called? A I can't remember. Like something. And I didn't look it up. I'm sloppy like that. Man, it's on the tip of my tongue what that thing's called. But anyway, you can look it up if you're interested out there, the p- people who are listening. <laughs> uh, uh, this song, it, it translates to um, Hell's Window. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And if you look at the album cover, it's the gates of hell. It's so cool. Like, really, I want you to take the time and, like, look up the image. It's so freaking crazy. It's this huge, like, demon with other demons around it with its mouth open and, like, the spiring fire of, like, hell with, like, a satanic pope sitting, like, on a throne. Like, it's just crazy. That's the tour shirt I bought with the tour dates on the back. Like, I love that shirt so much. And someone knew who it was. They didn't know the band, but they're like, oh, that's the gates of hell. I'm like, you're right. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. But this is also where, like, Ghost comes in like, with their funny double meanings. Um, it's serious, but then they also have, like, this lightheartedness to it. Um, this was also, um, like, in the medieval ages, that's the part of, like, a woman's dress where you can see their cleavage. Oh, really? That's the other translation for, like, Whoa. the word. Oh, that's... Well, so that's it's kind of like a, you know, you yeah. look, and we'll, you know, we'll get you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're not supposed to be looking at that stuff. Um but to ghosts, it's kind of, it's okay. You should look at that stuff. 
So one last song, 10th song, Life Eternal. It's pretty good. Um, I think it's a good wrap-up for this album. It's really fitting, and I think it's about um, just letting go, and people are finally starting to offer themselves to Satan. Um, it's pretty straightforward, I think, if you read the lyrics and everything. So, um, It sounded like a love song. Yeah, yeah. It was the one thing I noticed about this album was it's not as, you know, devil worship this and antichrist that. Yeah. And, you know, he's got like <laughs> he's using different lyrics. Yeah. Now. Yeah, not so straightforward. But if you watch like the music video, I don't know if it's like a fan video or if it's like a legit video. It seems legit, but it doesn't at the same time. But it's like this couple, and they're obviously in love and stuff. But by the end of the video, he's like nailing her to like a crucifix God. and offering her to Satan. <laughs> so it is. I mean, it's there. It is there. They just—it's not so they much in your face lyrically. Disguise it. Yeah, yeah. But overall, good album. Um, where does this rank on like one through four? Where would you place this one? Like for all the albums? Yeah, so far. Um second, with their third album being first. Okay. So like the third one, the fourth one. First one and first the second one, one being the last. One. Yep. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um I don't know. I kinda like them all equally. I mean, that's kinda like picking your favorite child for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm like that big I'm like that big of a ghost fan. Um but that's it. That's the fourth album. We only have one left. And that's the current album. It hasn't been out too long. And I'm not going to say anything about it because I have mixed emotions. And to be honest, um, I listened to it the first day it came out when I got it. And I didn't like listen to it since. Um, have I heard any songs off that their most recent album? They have a couple singles that were out. Like Hunter's Moon was on um, the Halloween uh Kills soundtrack, okay. and then they had another one that was out. I'm not sure if I've uh, heard Hello, it. Oh, yeah, Little Sunshine. Oh, I have heard that one. Little yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, that was like a TikTok thing for a little bit, like the video clip. But, um, yes, yeah, so you've heard those, I'm okay. sure. But anyway, that's that, and that's the uh, uh, 11th or 12th? 12th. 12th episode of The Register. Um, and, Oh yeah, we forgot to mention um, we uh, we have the register, and then Blake and I also have another podcast titled Sunday Underground, where we discuss um, all things macabre, um, ghost, true crime, uh, eventually UFOs. Um, I'm excited for conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories, yeah, and with um, Halloween coming up, I think we're gonna kind of lay that on a little thick and heavy and kind of start the season off right, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to record some ghost stories, and um, there's a couple of true crime cases I've found cool. that are tied into, like, spooky season Halloween or have, like, nice. um, paranormal elements to them. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So uh, we're out on um, both of these shows are on um, um, Spotify, Amazon, um Samsung podcasts, um, a few others, but I mean they're out there. You can find it. I mean, I mean we're probably out there on uh, eventually five to ten different platform streaming platforms. Definitely. 
So appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we've had nothing but positive um, like feedback so far. So. Which, which has been really nice, so thank you. Yeah, it has. Thank you very much. Until next time. <laughs>